Welcome to this week's edition of Gravel Travel. I'm your host, JJ Lurie. The best part of 10 years on a motorcycle. Do you have what it takes? This week in part 2, we are with Michaelis and Elspie Ulyfee as they carry on their adventure. So, so what was the tipping point in that relationship? Where is it something you remember clearly that you said, okay, right, let's do this full time? Where, where do you? I even want to go way back, a little bit further back. So, first, what happened is Mechnes bought the famous KLR, um, and the the excuse was while I was still getting my mind to go into motorcycles that he's going to commute with the motorcycle, and on weekends I can train on it, which worked out very well, except it was only one motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so then, and then a couple of months later, Michna said, okay, okay, I buy the Dakar 650, I can commute yeah. with that, and the KLR can become your motorcycle. So I'm like, okay, that can work. And I think that was sort of a, a tipping point for me is when eventually we could have a trip together, although it was very slow and probably very nervous for Mechnes, for me, that was the first time actually tasting what's it like being on a motorcycle, actually doing a road trip. And that's where the first little seed was planted and it started getting water and then it grew a little bit and we did quite a few trips in South Africa. But then as Mechnes mentioned, when we did that first six months trip, that that was that was it. The tree was growing fast. <laughs> and then you come back home and then the creative juices start flowing, so to speak. And then when are we going to do the next one? You go, well, let's, let's think about doing this permanently. It, yeah. it was a bit yeah. different. We got home after six months and both of us hit a depression. We didn't want to go out with friends. We sort of stayed at home. And I think both of us were in overdrive to try and figure out how we can run our business. At that stage, we still had uh, all-terrain gear, ATG. How can we run this business and the, the rest of our stuff while being on the road permanently? And for a of months we really almost went down in a lockdown trying to figure out how we could do this because the, the six months gave us a taste of what it can be like so I think from then we sort of everything we did and everything we tackled and any business we started doing we always kept in mind that we wanted to be able to do it from anywhere in the world it's difficult <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, just making simple little things in life work. You know, just the. You know, where do you go to from here? You know, now now you want to make this major change in your life. The, the ramifications there of is is big. It's huge. Mm. No, it's been no, it's a it's obviously. I mean, there's obviously a hell of a lot of going, trust between the two of you and in your relationship. Yeah. I mean, that must be very important, isn't it? In every aspect of your life. Okay. But also, but also yeah, when you're absolutely. out on the road. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think we we really lucky that the two of us. Um, I don't. Oh, we got married very early, and uh, we're really fortunate that. Very early or very young? Sorry, <laughs> very young. Was the morning wedding? There was Michnes, seventeen years old, and his bride to be fifteen and a half. Almost <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, so yes, we we were fortunate enough that we we grew 
almost up together and we, you know, or shall I say became adults together and we uh, explored a lot of things together and we, I would almost say are more, first we friends and then we met the married couple. I think we just really tried as far as possible if one of us found a new interest that we shared it. Um, and we're very fortunate that both of us like the motorcycling. On the bike, it's a, it's a lot different than you're working your own game. So, so if you're riding off-road like the Laguna's route to be the time for a thousand k's, man, there's there's a lot of little tracks you can do and, and you're on your own. And, then, and normally in the, when uh, you stop in the afternoon, it's like, did you see that? Did you realize that? Did you really see Side, you know, so, so you so it's not like in your face, yeah. and, and I think the difference with us is because we're exploring other countries, there's also new cultural things that you 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 see, and and I think that's a bit the addictive, uh, addictive side of uh, of traveling is that you realize that everything is different cultures, nature, things that you thought were, were the norm in South Africa, all of a sudden, no, no, you, you're quite crazy, it's not the norm. So it's little things that challenge us every day as well. You get to a place at five, you need to go find food. It's not a fridge that you just walk in and, and, and take a beer. You need to go look for food. You need to go, and then yeah, every country, every is, country different. is different. You know, so what you think is the norm is not the norm in other countries. How they yeah. do things is way different. I mean, they've got open markets here with, with meat and stuff that's everywhere. Like the one thing on the eat bats, but <laughs> so it, everything is different, and, and, and you, you need to try and process that stuff. So you don't have time for all the small little nerdy stuff that you normally when you when you're in a in a, in a habit back home that you bitch and moan about all the time, and the, yeah. and the, the dogs crap on the even something simple like uh, shopping plastic bags. Believe me, every country's culture is different. different. <laughs> do, do you both have very different interests? Or do you find, have you, yeah, do you we find, by interest, I mean, there's particular things that, I know, Michnes, you are hugely into stills photography, and I've looked some of your stuff, they are amazing. Is that your primary interest versus something else that, that you might want to do? Small things. Michnes really took his photography since our first trip in Africa to where we are now, to a, a different level, and quite remarkably so. And I sort of started challenging myself that I need to try and see if I've got a creative side. So I started drawing. So, you know, sometimes Michnes will sit and watch a photography video and I'll be watching how to sketch. So yes, we, we've got very uh, different sides, but it's also very complementing sides. So yeah, <laughs> different. That'll obviously play into the world that you are, how you experience the trip in different ways as well. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, we, it, then you have to have a little bit different stuff, but I support whatever she does. I will support and I go with like the Dakar rally that, that we photographed. It was very exciting stuff, but I had good fun just taking photos and getting to the guys' photos. It was really fun for me. We, I mean, she's there. She loves the stuff. Same, same thing. But it's not like she she would say, "Oh, you know, I know you like that. I'm not into that kind of stuff. I'll stay in a hotel." You know, so we try and and whatever you do and whatever we. But that's know. it. I loved it. I loved communicating with all the people around the Dakar. We met so many people there. It it was amazing for me. It was so interesting to see the organization behind the Dakar. I mean, what you see on. So you is, guys were you were you at the Dakar? No, that in was in 2018. 2018. Peru. Yeah, in Peru. When they, oh, before okay. they 
before yeah. they the, the, still the good one before they only limited to Peru and then afterwards they went to Saudi Arabia now. Yeah. Which yeah, whatever. But um that was a really, really it was one of the Amazing nicest experiences I've had in my life. Yeah. And it was an accident that we got there. We we didn't realize it. We were in the top of Peru and the next we were friends and we were sitting and we realized we we were waiting for for December to pass in Peru because that's crazy times so you you rent the Airbnb and we were sitting there in the next moment. Calvin says Hey, listen, the, the, the Dakar, I mean, we knew the Dakar was going to be any, going to be somewhere in South America, but we didn't really But all four realize. of us were on DR, on so DR. we so, knew we weren't fast. And the next one, he said, but man, they're starting in Lima. We're a thousand k's away from Lima. Man, we all asked to Lima, but the problem was that, that to, from getting from where we were to Lima wasn't the straight road. It was it, mountain it, passes, it was mountain passes mountain for, pass. for four days. It was your own little Dakar. Oh, yes, <laughs> it was. It was <laughs> And the one, the one day we went down a pass that, that Susie, she's not good at offered, but she just I, started. She just yeah. started, and, and I use respect for it because she, she went down that pass. Man, it is not a fun. It, that was that is like doing the last kilometer of Sani for fifty kilometers. It, it was but with sand, but with sand, not rocks and, and drop offs and stuff. So it was it was good fun, but by the time we got there, it was like man. You know, maybe we can just keep on going. We, we did our Dakar. <laughs> but the Dakar is seriously, it, 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 it's an amazing uh, thing. If it, It's impressive on TV. It's, it's, it's incredible to be there and, and see those guys. I, I can just imagine the amount of energy in the air and, you know, seeing all the vehicles together and the organization and the people, let alone, you know, what's going on in the race itself. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's, it's amazing. I woke up the other night in the middle of the night and I was like, I want to know if the two of you had to advertise a position so you are advertising what you are doing and be the attributes. What would you say are the three or four most important things that you would take into consideration for the person that's going to apply or the, or the couple that will apply? First of all, you have to have an open mind, and I mean an yes. open mind. You have to be able to adjust to anything within an hour you have to have patience. You must be able to balance and yourself. You must be able to balance yourself. Um, but and I, I think critical is that emotionally you need to be a stable person. Yeah. You need to be able to, to keep emotions in check. You get to a border post and everything looks cool. And the next moment you're there eight hours trying to fight a, a customs guy. That Or even just passing yeah. a very sick animal on the road. Yeah. Sometimes or, emotionally you just have yeah. to try and switch off and not I mean, you try and help, you try yeah. to, but you can't. And then you get to, like, we got into Peru. There was there was roadblocks. They were throwing people who were, like, we have in South Africa. And we did 10 roadblocks. Luckily, never got injured. But it was, it, you, you mean, stuff happens to you so quick that you, you, have, you, to have, to, you have to stay yeah. calm. You have to stay calm. The thing is that you have to have an open mind, very because what we think in South African, not South Africans, what we think, it's what you think is the norm, you know, your religion, necessary. whatever your, yeah. your box or whatever you're in, is not the norm for most people out there. Yeah, and I think you have to be strong. You you have to be able to handle a situation if your partner falls off the bike. What do I do? Do I phone? Do we have this in place? You And also just, you know, emotionally strong that, yes, you're going to miss friends and family. You're going to make friends and a week later you're going to be gone so yes I, th I think you have to have a bit of a strong character <laughs> 
be open, be open to growth, be open to accept different things and try different things. And then I'm not saying go try something funny in the bar. I, I mean, uh, you, you're going to be out of your comfort zone. You're going to be away from your emotional support. So you must be adaptable. Um, you must be able to to cope with staying in a tent for seven days or going without a shower for a couple of days if you want to explore that side of traveling. So, yeah, I, I think you must just be open uh, for for uh, changes. I mean, we, we can we can be at home now with a really nice house. I mean, we have a nice house back home. But we said we're staying in, in hotels that, that cost $20. The beds are, are look like camelbacks. On, on, <laughs> Every bed is different. <laughs> It's really, you know, so you you stay, in, we've got the widow makers. Most of the places has got widow makers. Those showers that if you, if you the electric the, wires, the electric wires hanging out of the roof, you know, so <clears throat> you could be back home drinking a beer, sitting on a, you know, but <clears throat> $20 and $30 hotel is, is a norms. You know, you stay in those hostels where there's yeah. young people that, that steal cell phones and stuff. And you have to look after your damn stuff. You know, it's just, it's a, but, it's a constant thing that you. Yeah, but that's it. It, it, <laughs> it makes you. Uh, although it sounds it sounds terrible now, but it actually makes you appreciate a lot of things a lot more. You know, it's like we we lock down, uh, but man, do we have a nice kitchen to cook in? And yeah, yes, we've Wi-Fi. got a we table where we can put the laptop yeah. on. We don't have to sit on the bed and work. And you you sort of walk in the garden. And it's like wow, look at all these flowers. You always just see the flowers. You you forget about having a garden. And yeah, so you you experience life a little bit different in the end so it's got its rewards yeah i can i mean i can imagine you know if you if you had to bogger down and and end up in a tent for i don't know how long at a time a week 10 days 12 days or however there's not much of a corner to go into and you know hide away for a day or two no that happened to us in uh, in sudan we were sitting in sudan because the my the 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 bm um the, the water pump broke again it's yeah. 45 degrees outside. We're only staying in a tent in a in a place where the South Sudanese was housed as refugees, the most beautiful people. I mean, I left my tools and everything outside. They, they every day came. They bring us tea, but we were st- stuck in a tent for a week. In in, in there was a minisk, but the the places they they scree- they um pray from. Um, five o'clock in the morning. Five o'clock in the morning. We were camping uh, right under right the speaker. Right underneath thing, so. It was brutal. a challenge. I, I had my I had my cutters. I was I was absolutely adamant I'm gonna cut that, that, that thing. But I mean in Sudan you might not know what But now happen. looking back, I don't yeah. remember the small tent. I don't remember the the fact that the bathrooms were really basic. What I do remember is the guys coming past our tent every morning bringing us tea, inviting us to go for a snack. Uh, that's what I remember now i uh, actually it you, you sort of forget the uncomfortableness and you remember the nice memories so for me if i go back to sudan i will go camp there again yeah it's a bad place but, <laughs> yeah i mean we've camped in bad places but that, that one was <laughs> it was one for the record. One of the record where to from now do you have any expectations we good take, question yeah, good question <laughs> we take it we literally now have to take it as it goes, so first of yeah. first things we have to sort out the visa and the, and the tip for the bike. That's the first thing that we have to do. Then 
we need to decide if they allow us to stay longer in Bolivia. We, we want to do at least another three months here. There's, there's a lot to see. Then we need to but decide. But we have and, to consider the weather now because it's going to start being winter being soon, winters, yeah. which means that the high altitude is not really a good place to go right. Or can it's we go back into Brazil? Do we need yeah. to ship? Is this virus going to bugger up the world in such a way that we have to now pack up and go back to South Africa? But being that is a flight. When will the flights be? Can we get back to. So, I don't know, we, we, we're playing with a few scenarios for us yes the only areas we haven't traveled in south america is really the rest of bolivia we haven't seen and then the north of brazil Mm. so after the continent south america we're still debating it's very attractive for us to just think maybe we should just take the amazon uh, river and go back up to peru or colombia and then travel back up again i mean the bikes are registered and in texas usa we can always go and store them there so we've got a lot of scenarios but a final decision no not yet i think we we need to just see what is happening in the crazy world at the moment and then we'll we'll take decisions so so there's no there's no time frame to be at any place at any point. Luckily, no, 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 if they had to open up the borders tomorrow, you would jump on your bikes and you would carry on with your trip through Bolivia and then take it as it comes from there. Yeah, Correct. I think the most likelihood is they're going to open uh, in Bolivia. The, the regional, pre- the regional that we might yeah. move around in the in Bolivia. So I've got a bad suspicion that the borders between the countries are not going to open yet. They, they, they already said place. like one of the regions here is Santa Cruz and Santa Cruz has got the most uh, now the whole of Bolivia has only got 300 cases. We're after majorities on Santa Cruz. So the only official notification so far, the country's um, official quarantine ends on Wednesday, but they've already said Santa Cruz and the region Santa Cruz will stay under lockdown until the figures come down. So it's still, we we border Santa Cruz, which means that we might not be able to travel into that region, but we might be able to go back to the Salar maybe and go spend some time there. So we'll have to just watch the news. Michnes Elsby, thank you very much. Any, any, any closing thoughts about your journey that you're on? Any kind of notes of inspiring other people to do a similar kind of thing? Would you do it again? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. I wish I wish, it, I wish and, it could have been in a position to, to start it 10 years earlier. And, and we normally say to people, you don't have to do the same. You don't have to become a world traveler. You don't have to become a motorcycle mm-hmm. traveler. But go explore. Go see what makes you tick. Go see what makes you, what makes life interesting for you and go and explore it. And if it's whether going to a coffee shop and having a good coffee with a friend, that's also good. But just get go something and explore. That excites go, you. Don't, don't, go get a tick. Yeah, <laughs> get something that excites you. Not your kids. Not your. Get something that excites you. Really, you yourself, a selfish, yeah. your stuff. Even if it's pottery, just do something that's really. Don't don't get to fifty or fifty-five and look back in life and say, I "Damn, should have." I must, wanted yeah, to. Must never use the words. Just don't do it. I just thought of another thing. I mean, we can just go on forever and ever over <laughs> <for> time. <laughs> I want to know, know just to as a, as a close, just as a closing thought. Do you have specific task as a couple that is there certain things that only you do Michnes? is there certain things that that only you do else be i know you said you're the finance guy you know miss money penny <laughs> is, is, is there but is there an agreement that there's certain things that you would concentrate on more than than the other one would i yeah. do the packing he can't pack it came naturally it came naturally yeah. she she's very good in, in money i am used i can spend money that's about my my, my <laughs> like uh, abilities of money so 
Yeah, and the other thing is, oh, if we God. both do money, it's also stupid. I mean, we, we might over, overlap stuff into it. She does all the money for us. Then mm-hmm. I've all, I've never ever second guessed her on anything. She, she, I know what she does is always in the good of us, and, and I do the same. I mean, I, I'm, I look after the bikes, all this kind of stuff. But she will help me on on, on that kind of stuff. So, I I do the the social media little bit. She does. This, I think she it does came that. sort of yeah. the flow mm-hmm. just came naturally for us. But yeah. also we we share a lot of things. Like yes, I joke I do the packing, but Mechanus take care of the tools, and so it's just a natural flow. And I think what we did learn is don't second guess each other. If have confidence, I've got confidence. Mechanus doing a fantastic job with Picky Picky, and he's in charge of Turkana's uh, marketing, and I've got absolutely confidence. And and that's what makes it easier to just you know have fun as well as concentrate on what you like but you have to have your little little things that yeah, you do. yeah, you do. yeah. <laughs> i wash dishes every now and then <laughs> <laughs> so um Ed, i i want you to tell me a little bit we we just touched on it in our conversation before this turkana well, okay, so we, we had ATG, when we started ATG 2007, 2008, it was because we wanted to get products that, that, that South Africans can use. It's not expensive imported stuff. The, the truth is we just needed two sets of panniers and two yeah, bags, so and then Mechner's bought the business. Yeah, I started the business. <laughs> yeah. That's all we wanted. A damn stove to travel, two, bag, two saddlebags and a thing, and then... ATG, ATG happened. But over time, the business actually grew way faster, quicker than, than what we could dissipate it and, and grow with the business. And that's why we sold the business in the first place, which in hindsight, it was a bad decision. But at the time, it, it was the right decision to do. We, we hadn't had the money to, to grow ATG from then on. And the but travels was And the travels was, was at that stage more important. About four years ago, we sat on the beach with two Dutchies that, um, in Mexico and we had too much tequila and we started chatting. They wanted to do it, a new thing, and how are they going to do it in Holland when they get back after the, the two and a half years in a row? Then, sort of the idea started planting again because also products evolved and, and things evolved, and we knew a lot more now than what we did when we even at ATG. And the idea started growing, and then about three, four years ago, it really started to take off um, the idea that maybe we we need to start a new uh, brand of saddlebags and tank bags and all those nice stuff. On a whole different meaning, the, the way we do it. Uh, uh, so there's going to be a lot more attributes to so, them than the older yeah. ITG. So originally with uh, Turkana, we, we said, no, no, we don't have a problem to assist our friends to start uh, a similar company, but our travelers and we won't be able to really do what we did with ITG. And also we, we're not going to be in South Africa. And it, it sort of, with our friends we've met, it just slowly but surely the business took hold and they, they asked, no, no, guys, please be part of this. And yeah, now we can officially say we first orders for the, the bags is in. Our main distribution points would uh, be in the Netherlands and in L.A. for we, now. We'll in and Africa, in South Africa, we will, if there's interest. To, main, to make it grow properly and, and to have it, as a as a proper brand, and this is one of the things I wanted to do that time. ATG was I was never able to do, but now we can we can do it. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice it's a nice business, and, and we love it because we're part of it. We've been testing the the new saddlebags for the last two and a half years already in South in, uh, in South America. So the stuff is going well. And the other thing is that that our manufacturing is in South Africa. That that's very important for us. We need we need to keep manufacturing in South Africa to for the local business to. Um, it's it's part of a it's part of the thing. We we have to do it there. It is there's just no question about it. 
Yeah, and in the meantime, it's quite admirable as well that you can still stay true to your original decision, and that's to do what you have set out to do, is to enjoy life on the road. Well, if it if it can stay like this, <clears throat> it's a I, I would be very very fortunate and and um, um, lucky that that we were able to to do that. I mean, we we don't live uh, we don't live Ferrari lifestyle. We we really live. We, we try and keep it as, as absolutely basic nice. as possible, not not begging, not not asking people for stuff. We really keep it um, as low-key as we as we can to keep it as, as long as possible. So there's no new iPhones. There's no fancy stuff that, that we buy. But it allows us to, the, the, the freedom to, to do this kind of stuff. But that's the choices you have to make in life, man. That's exactly. Michnes Elsby, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Uh, I wish you all the best of luck. And, uh, you know... It's life. It's like an adventure. I mean, you, the experiences that you are having right now is is all part of the adventure. Absolutely. Thank you, Absolutely. guys. Absolutely, learning Absolutely. every day. Yeah. <laughs> Jojo, thank, thank you, and, and good luck with your podcast. Thank you for the chat. It was really cool chatting to you. Adios. Bye bye. Ciao.